With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hi, this is the voice of the Guardians, Tom Hamilton. These guys are signed through the end of the year, so you better deal with it. Kenny and JT on Newstalk 1480 WHBC. That's right, time to talk some Guardians baseball. I know there's snow on the ground outside. It's only January, but before you know it, spring training's going to be here, the regular season's going to be here, and you'll be hearing games here again on WHBC. So let's go to the hotline right now and bring in the Vice President of Communications and Community Impact for the Cleveland Guardians, Curtis Danberg. Curtis, thanks for joining us. Happy New Year, my friend. How are you? Hey, great to talk to you. Happy New Year as well. We appreciate you making time for us on short notice today, Curtis, but uh, a couple of stories I thought uh, fans out there should know about. Uh, Progressive Field, the renovations that are happening there, we'll get to that in a second, but also we're only about uh, a week away from Guards Fest 2023, something that's uh, been missing the last couple of years because of the pandemic. You guys are bringing that back for the fans to get a chance to, to see the players before they head to spring training. Share with our listeners out there everything about Guard Fest. Yeah, great to finally bring that back uh, into play. It'll be a week from tomorrow, so the 21st of January at the uh, Convention Center downtown Cleveland. You know, just a tremendous way for fans to interact with our team. We're going to have 28 of the 40-man roster in town, and it's, you know, it's more than just autographs. It's $15 to get in the door. We have a lot of activities on the main stage, uh, you know, uh, you know, anything from uh, you might have players running around. We've got a giant wiffle ball field where players will be interacting with uh, kids. Uh, even Andres Jimenez is going to be doing, he loves artwork. He's going to be doing a little activation with kids that you can design your own cleat. And he's going to pick the best cleat and he's going to get that designed and wear those cleats during spring training. So a lot of fun and interactive opportunities between uh, the fans and, and the players. We'll even have our Bet365 uh, lounge. Uh, for anybody over 21 to, to win some prizes and engage in that manner, too. So we're looking forward to it. Yeah, pretty sweet. Again, Saturday, January 21st. Uh, it'll be 1.30 to 6.30 at Huntington Convention Center, 15 bucks for general admission. Uh, so get your opportunity to go down see these guys early before they head to spring training. And uh, if you want tickets, you can go to clevelandguardians.com slash uh, backslash guardfest, correct? That is correct. There you go. So that's one of the events uh, that's happening uh, this winter involving uh, the Cleveland Guardians. The other that was announced, renovations to Progressive Field over the next three years. And uh, how did this come about, uh, Curtis? And uh, take us through, I guess, some of the the great things that you guys are going to be adding to Progressive Field. Well, it goes back to our lease extension we announced early last year. Um, you know, to extend the life of the ballpark and make sure we're here at least 15 years and could be up to 25 years. And part of that was uh, $435 million was the entirety of the deal. 202.5 was for renovations, and the remainder was all for capital improvements, for just general upkeep, cement work, boilers, things like that. So right. um, we finally got to the finish line and all the projects for that $202.5 million, and we're bringing it to life. And we're going to start construction uh, after this season. And uh, we'll have everything done prior to the opening day of 2025. So 
a lot of work to be done in a very short amount of time, but anything from revamping the entire upper deck to redoing the terrace club to doing new clubhouses to doing a dugout club behind home plate uh, to making some uh, tweaks to our uh, administrative office. So, again, a lot of work in a short amount of time. Curtis, Pro- Progressive Field Reimagine is at the webpage at cleeguardians.com, and it's outstanding. I was looking at the video today, Kenny. You know what it resembles? Yeah, and it kind of the video out. It's so it's awesome. good. The thing with me is it kind of resembles some of the things we've seen at Goodyear Park when we're out for spring training, maybe a little bit of the uh, coziness, so to speak, of like a Huntington Park down in Columbus. Ha- have other stadiums gone through renovations like this? Because it is really dynamic. Yeah, we needed that. So like I said, a lot of those areas I mentioned, we've never touched since the ballpark opened since 94. So uh, we have great partners in the Manica, who's done a phenomenal job with a lot of different unique uh, buildings, such as Las Vegas for the Raiders. Um, so we found a great company in them and uh, working with a local company in Independence Construction and trying to bring that to life. But you, you're seeing a lot of um, different elements from other different parks and other different sports brought into ours and making it our own. Kenny, one of the things is you've seen that Terrace Club before. Now it's going to be the Terrace Hub. Curtis, talk a little bit about that, what that area was going to look like and how it will be attainable. So uh, it's going to be indoor-outdoor on the third and fourth levels, kind of how the tiered uh, setup is now. It's going to have like a terrace, outdoor terrace, and then access to an indoor uh, with movable windows. Um, Right now, if you go to that Terrace Club restaurant, um, very cool, and it was great back in the 90s, but you don't have that interaction with the ballpark. You're, you're behind the windows, and you don't get the feel. So now you're going to have that indoor-outdoor feel. Um, and then so that area is going to be for ticketed uh, you know, participants only. Uh, but then the fourth level is going to be open to the general public and, and anybody, any ticketed fan. But to me, the coolest thing is we're going to have better access. So you're going to have an escalator and stairs directly into that third and fourth floor area, as well as then up to the upper deck. So it's going to be very easy for anybody from the upper deck to come down and anybody from the main concourse to come up. So uh, access to that area has been very difficult, and that was one of the areas we want to address uh, with this new terrace hub. So you basically take advantage of all aspects of the ballpark. There's no dead areas where somebody you look up there and there's nobody over there. There's going to be something going on at Progressive Field during every game, the entire game, right? And we are, yes, and we're excited to, you know, that like I keep mentioned, you know, the upper deck hasn't been touched. So any fan that uses that as their, their main seat, you know, the, the amenities haven't been there. So now you're enhancing their experience, and I hope that's going to get more people even uh, down to the ballpark and, and cheering on our team. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about supporting our team and supporting the city, and um, having all these amenities throughout the entire ballpark is only going to enhance that. Curtis Danberg joining us on the hotline right now, VP of Communications and Community Impact for the Cleveland Guardians, entering his 27th year uh, in the organization, climbing the ladder uh, very well, Curtis. And uh, also, everybody's got to be excited about what they did this offseason so far. We talked about, hey, got to get uh, some more offense for Terry Francona to work with, right? So you go out, you add a, a Josh Bell, need a catcher. You go out, uh, you bring in Mike Zanino, who Brian Anderson, a former Indians pitcher back in the day, now with the Tampa Bay TV, told us that's a great get for the Guardians. Uh, how excited is the organization about those moves? We're very excited. And, uh, you know, haven't had a chance to meet either of them in person, but uh, we were at the winter meetings when 
we signed Josh Bell, and every single one of my peers came up to me that have worked with Josh and just raved about him as a person, as a player. So you add that bat and that, that power to our lineup, and then you get a guy in Zanino who's a great receiver, which you know Tito loves. He loves yep. those catchers that can receive and help support the uh, pitching staff, but he's got some pop in his bat. And uh, I grew up uh, loving the Florida Gators. He's a Gator, so I'm fired, uh, fired up to have Zanino as part of the organization. Uh, but you, right, you got- combo that with all the talent we have, um, yeah. not just what you saw last year, but what's coming up, and uh, it makes us very excited. I got to ask you, I, you guys do great promotions every year, and I'm just wondering, after reading about Terry Francona as being voted the most <laughs> handsome manager in the American League, are you going to have like a GQ magazine cover night with Terry Francona on it for the fans so they can take I home feel- the most handsome manager? <laughs> I feel bad for Tito. He's going to get worn out. Uh, <laughs> that, that news kind of broke yesterday when the uh, we had our press conference, and when Chris Antonetti got a hold of that, his eyes lit up uh, like it was like a you know Christmas morning for him. Like, oh, they're going to wear him out so bad in spring training probably throughout the year. So believe me, we'll have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun, and hopefully this coming season will be as fun as last season was, getting to that second round uh, of the playoffs and maybe even a, a step further. But some interesting things happening within the game, uh, Curtis, as the, the season will be on us, like I said before you know it, uh, the, the shift – that's going bye byes right? The pitch clock, you can't throw over to first base, but uh, I think two times, you know, for, for uh, every batter or whatever it is. Just just your thoughts on what baseball is doing to try and make the game more exciting and more fan-friendly. Oh, I can't wait. I, I think it's going to be great for the game. It's going to be great for the fan experience. Better pace to the game. Like right now, the, the pace of the game is phenomenal when you're in like the first five to six innings when the starters are in. Because right. the starters are, they get in a rhythm and they go. But then you get into the bullpen and it just slows down dramatically. So um, I think that element, the pace of the game, uh, they've done in the minor leagues, it shaved off like 20 to 25 minutes per game um, on average, which is dramatic. And I think that's going to be great. Instead of three hour games, if you're in that two and a half hour range, I think that's better for everybody. And then more action is very important. So uh, you're going to have the, the larger bases, you're going to see more base stealing. Uh, the lack of shift is going to get more, you know, balls, uh, more guys on base. I think for a guy like Jose Ramirez and Josh Naylor, how many times have you seen that those rocket shots to mm-hmm. shallow right field? And there's the second baseman. Those balls right. are going to go into play now and uh, be singles. So um, I think this is going to be great for the game and certainly great for us too. What about the story I read today? And it's not this year, Curtis, but well, it is this year and it's not. And here's what I mean by that. They're going to use robotic umpires at the AAA level this year, testing it out for the possibility of using that in the future uh, for Major League Baseball. I'm just, you're a baseball guy. Like I said, you're entering your 27th year. So as a, uh, a, a person who works in an organization in MLB, but also a fan of the game, your thoughts on that? You know, I'm a traditionalist, but at the same time, I'm open to change and uh, to make the game better. I think there's an opportunity here to test and learn. Um, I know there's, we've tested in the minor leagues a full-out strike zone that's all automated, um, but then I think what they're going to test out is more of a, a challenge system where you get you know three challenges just like you see in uh, the NBA and the NFL where, hey, if there's a called third strike you don't like and you think it's not even close, uh, it's going to make the uh, umpires more accountable, and, and I think that's good for the game and for the integrity of the game. So it's going to be interesting, and I think what they've been doing with all these 
new rules, challenge, challenge measures, testing it out in the minor leagues, seeing what they can learn. And I think what they learned early on is maybe we can't go all the way in to robotics. Maybe the challenge system is the way to go. Uh, but it's much better to challenge that in the minor league level and, and test it out versus bringing it straight to the, the major league level. Yeah, that's the ABS system, the automatic balls yep. and strikes system. So maybe not, uh, you know, uh, the the Terminator and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Strike <laughs> one, ball four. It's not one of those, but at least it's something that gives you the opportunity because of uh, questionable calls. Good news from the Guardians today. They uh, avoid arbitration with Zach. Please, Zach. He signs a one-year deal, $2.95 million. Also, Cal Quantrill and Josh Naylor returning back into the fold. So that's all good news. Thing with me, uh, Curtis, is the fact that everybody wants to speed the game up, but yet you make these reimagined renovations, whatever you will call it. I want to stay at the field a little bit longer. I don't want to leave early. <laughs> well, you, maybe for, for people like me that are there 81 times That's a right. year, we're all excited about it. But no, I, you want value, and I think just finding what's the right amount of time. And um, sometimes those games when the Yankees in Boston are town, you you're playing like three and a half, four hour games, which is way too long. Um, so it's, it's trying to find that balance. You, certainly mm-hmm. you, to your point, you don't want to spend the money and come down and you're done in an hour and 45 minutes. Um, so I think somewhere in that two and a half hour range, because you have to talk about driving down to the game. You have to talk about um, being there a little bit before the game, a half hour before, and then um, preparing for extra innings at times. So um, you, you're trying to play for the averages. Um, sometimes you might have a, a game you want more, but uh, I think as a whole, we're trying to to find out what's the the right timing uh, that gets people engaged. Because mm-hmm. you know everybody's busy, so you know to ask somebody to give up four to five hours on a night, uh, especially maybe when school's going on or you're working, it's difficult. So mm-hmm. we're we're trying to find that right balance. Curtis, you know what else is really exciting this year? I was talking to Larry Gothrop, our station manager, yesterday. What's really exciting for us is the fact that the change in the schedule. When will the regular season schedule be released? And this is no longer 19 times against the White Sox, the Royals, and whoever else is in our division. How is this? This has got to be a nightmare to put this together. Yes, and the schedule's been released. We just haven't announced game times and things like that. So okay. if you go to CLEGuardians.com, you can see it. And it is that more balanced schedule. Uh, we're only playing our division opponents now twice instead of three times. So I think it's going to be a more competitive and, and tougher schedule because now we have to play – the East more, we have to play, you know, every division, um, even on the National League side, you're going to play them at least once. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's great for the game that you're going to, whether it's home or road, you're going to interact with every single player and every single team every season. Um, so it, that's good for the game to market all the players across every single MLB city. A lot of changes happening in Major League Baseball. A lot of changes happening with the Cleveland Guardians, and a lot of it very, very good. And, Curtis, we always appreciate the time you make for us to come on and enlighten our listeners and Guardians fans out there about what's happening. Can't wait for the season to get started, my friend. Well, let's get dates on the calendar. Can't wait to have you up in the the press box. Oh, we're going to be there. We were already talking to the boss about it, Curtis. We're there more this year. We're going to be there at least once a month. That's our goal, if not more, from when the season starts until it ends in late October, early November, hopefully. We look forward to having you.